Dog Dog. And you are listening to a very special edition of the Great Metal Debate. Brian's on the other end of the Skype hotline. I'm not alone. Brian, tell us about the special guests that we have that we are both super stoked about. Okay, today we have with us a very special heavy metal band member slash fan slash fanatic, Mr. Greg Kyle, the one, the only, Mr. It's a Conspiracy, is here with us. <laughs> the man who turned me on to Testament, one of my four favorite metal bands of all time. Oh, yeah, I got to meet those guys in Cincinnati at Bogarts when uh, we saw them there years ago. I don't remember how many years, and man, it was awesome. Uh, I bet you were there. Oh, Gumpogs? Yeah, I've seen, uh, I saw them two or three times at Bogarts. Yeah, man. Oh, you were probably there when um, I was there then. I was there, man. I was there. Yeah, they call me the Snake Man. That's my nickname, which has been for years. I owned reptiles several years ago, and uh, they ended up, they died on me. I eventually am going to get some more snakes. I love snakes. I love rats, too. And, and <laughs> well, that, those two work together, because you can feed one to the other. Yeah, I used to breed all, all my rats, because I got tired of paying for them, so I breed yeah. these rats in two different cages and feed my snakes, and... Uh, I had a breeder cage and then a feeder cage. <laughs> and the ones who were breeding were in one cage, and then the ones who were meant to be fed were in the next cage, and I would grow them to a size so I could put them in and feed them to my snakes. I bet the ones in the feeder cage were like, shit, let's not do this. Yeah, I know. Hey, dude, let's talk a little metal for a bit. Okay. You mentioned to me one of your favorite songs is Judas Priest, Breaking the Law. You remember the first time you heard that? Probably or- about 14 years old. One of the first times. What did you like about that kind of music? Judas Priest rules, number one. Yes! <laughs> and on top of which, I mean, Glenn Tipton and K.K. Downing. Uh, Glenn Tipton is a phenomenal guitar player. I was lucky enough to get a pick from him. He threw one at a show. I looked up at him. I was in the front row. He threw this pick. I caught it. I've still got it to this day. Awesome. Awesome. It's one of my most prized possessions. And I've got a nickel... A uh, drumstick from Iron Maiden. Oh, cool. Uh, Gonfog, ask him a question about Priest. You were at a Priest concert, I think I was at. Were you at that Dayton concert, dude? Was Dayton, Ohio? Uh, what tour would that have been? Who were they with? The Painkiller Tour. Uh, with Testament and Megadeth. I might have been. I can't remember for sure. <laughs> uh, or were you at Ozzy? Ozzy and Prong. Ozzy and who? Prong? Prong. No, I haven't been to that. Okay. Yeah, Griff suffers from uh, too much metal syndrome like I do, so uh, yeah. you have to give him the names and, and uh, a lineup. Shoot, I wouldn't have cut my hair, but it was falling out. It used to be like down to here. <laughs> I mean, and after I got out of the hospital, it was all falling out of here and stuff. I had to cut it. Eventually, I'll probably grow it back. Sweet. Yeah, he was still he's still pissed about the long hair, but he's managed to, he's managed to pull off the short hair pretty good. Still a metal head. Yeah, I'll always be a metalhead. They nothing can take that away from me. Right. I mean, not jail, not people, not religion, not anything can convince <laughs> me that metal music is of the devil. There are satanic bands. Damn right. But King Diamond, yeah. That does not go to say that every metal band out there worships the devil. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. many people just want to classify like, oh, metal, it's of the devil, and all these bands, and some of them really aren't, and some of them. They actually speak of the devil, and not the... A great Ozzy album, yeah, by yeah. the way. But, you know, if you're speaking of the devil, that doesn't mean you're with the devil. You know, it doesn't mean you worship. I even, I love Slayer. And a lot of people, 
a lot of people think, oh, you shouldn't be listening to that. You know, that's satanic, man. You're going to hell for I don't think so. There, I mean, there you have it, dude. I think Slayer, you know, is one of the most primitive, you know, more primitive, way more primitive than Metallica. They've held their own, and they continue to do so. Metallica, they took a turn after Master of Puppets. Oh, you're getting on Gonfog's favorite subject. And they will never be the same. And it's not just because of Newstead. And Cliff Burton, though, you you know, you got to think Cliff Burton. Irreplaceable. They solo take one. Right. Yeah. Uh, anesthesia pulling teeth. Gonfog, tell me what you think about Metallica. I knew they were posers all along. Oh, you're a liar. Oh, really? I remember you headbanging at multiple parties at my house for that. <laughs> Let's get back to the topic at hand about uh, priests and breaking the law, man. Okay. And uh, t- tell us what it is you like about that song, Greg. I like it because it represents. It makes me feel the part. When I hear breaking the law, oh yeah, it makes me want to break the law. You're speaking <laughs> my language, friend. And I have broken the law several times <laughs> and served time in jail for it. But I'll tell you what, I had fun. <laughs> And that's all that matters. Live life to the full, man. You know, kick in, man. Not just breaking the law. Break the law. Yeah, it's, well, you know, if you have to. I mean, you know, okay. don't continually break the law. Eventually you'll get caught. You just do it like here and there and whatever you do to get by. But, uh, you know, generally in this life, my, my whole philosophy, too, age is a number. Have fun. If you think young, you're going to be young. You're going to listen to the music. That's going to keep you young. Because the music plays an integral part in anybody's life of their mind. And, you know, when you can listen to a song and it takes you back to a certain time and oh, yes. you remember. Oh, preach it. I'm going to say amen in a minute. It's very special, you know. Oh, you're spe- listen, it's so good to have somebody finally appreciate and love the roots of heavy metal like I have. Gonfog, shoot him a question about Maiden. My question would be, do, do you like the three guitar attack that Maiden has now? I, well, see, I'm not really too familiar with them. I haven't listened to Maiden probably since, well, you know, I've, I've got everything. I've got a, up to Power Slave. Okay, yeah. What, what was the album after Power Slave? Uh, seventh Son, the Seventh Son. Was that it, Gonfog? I think it was. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I've got that CD anymore or not. All my CDs are in Lexington, but I love Iron Maiden. And uh, somewhere I've got a Steve Harris wristband that he threw. Cool. If, if we mention any metal band, are you going to have some sort of form of clothing or pick that they and have? I've got a Nico drumstick. Cool. What's your favorite Maiden song? What have you partied to the most when you're listening to Maiden? Wasted Years is mine. That's Revelation. I think it's the... There's the old maiden, you know, and then they progressed up to Number of the Beast. Power Slave, I think, was a great album. I saw them on that tour. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Have you, how many times have you seen them? I'm thinking maybe just once. Just once. I didn't Gone Fog, how many times have you Beast. seen them? I've seen Maiden twice. I saw them on the Fear of the Dark tour and then again on the uh, Brave New World tour. Did, uh, did you see Dickinson by himself any? No, no, Erbo saw that, but I, I haven't seen him by himself. Have you listened to any of the Dickinson solo albums that he has? Bruce Dickinson? Yeah. No, I didn't know he went solo. Yeah, he's he's, he's pretty stuff, he's pretty good. He's not my favorite. I love it. Yeah, he really digs uh, Dickinson. And he's matter of fact, he's got a great voice. There's Dickinson no is one it. of his top I, 20 metal vocalists of all time. And I like the power and the way he brings it down. Yeah. And he means it. 
You can feel the music, in other words. Yeah, and when you mean it, that means everything, because musicians have to mean it in their music. You know, you can tell a sellout, you can tell somebody who really is just going through the motions and this and that. Yeah. Music, they've got to get down with it, man. They've got to mean it, they've got to play it, they've got to feel it, they've got to live it, they've got to love it. You hear that, that, jackass? Just like me. Oh, no, he's proving my point that I've been trying to make to you, Brian. He's proving my point. Yeah. No way. I don't know what you're talking about. In metal music, it'll always live, no matter the people. Exactly. Metal. To the new millennium of metal. Now, exactly. I, With I, symphonic and uh, melodic death metal. The ultimate in the evolution of metal, symphonic death metal opera. You know what that is to me? That's the ultimate gimmick of metal, because they can't think of anything original with their original music. Go back to the old folks' home, dude. Hey, old folks' home, put on my jacket before you get too old. You've forgotten how to rock and roll. Let's see how many people that you love now are legends 30 years from now. I could tell you how many. Zip, buddy, because metal is constantly (laughs) changing. No way. I I already said, I marked it. It's on tape. In 20 years, Floor Jansen will surpass Rob Halford as the iconic heavy metal singer. God, dude, you have, have you hit your head or something? What is wrong with you? Rob yeah, I've, I've been banging my head. Rob Halford. From the right. master. Thank you. Hey, let's... Uh, he's one of the best. Let's move on. I and want he, to talk he about... Can... He's, he's number three. Oh, oh yeah. For vengeance, for, for example. Did you hear what Gumpug said? Say it again, Gumpug. Uh, Rob Halford's the, the third best... Uh, vocalist of all time. Who's number two? Floor Jansen. Oh, God. And number one? King Diamond. Okay. Yeah. I I haven't heard much King Diamond. Um, What I have heard of them, the music sounds good. Uh, It seems like they're kind of gimmicky or something. Oh! The way they're using their makeup and, you know, the effects and this and that. Let me me take up for the King here a little bit. I wasn't a fan, but as you get into his albums... It's almost like Overkill. I love his music, though, man. I love the music of Overkill, but there, the way they dress, it's just a little too much. He's a forerunner of modern black metal. Yeah, I'll give him that. The guys in Hollow, I'm sure, would praise him. Yes, I'm sure they would. Um, Greg, now, we discussed Iron Maiden second for a reason, because you were in a, a... a fairly well-known band around uh, your hometown, yeah. Dirt Cheap. Dirt Cheap, yeah. I think they sounded a little like Iron Maiden. Did you take any of your inspiration from them? Okay, here's what happened. Get ready, they, this is going to be good. Their original bass player wasn't cutting the mustard. This guy, I mean, he just kind of stood there and do, 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 and he just really, really wasn't into the music. Yeah. Well, um, I started playing bass with a friend of mine, Kelly Cluck, and stuff. That wasn't working out too well. They asked me to join Dirt Cheap. That was an honor. Yeah. And they got rid of their old bass player, which I hated the fact that they got rid of him. But right. hey, something had to be done. This yeah. was reality. And when I joined that band, I mean, it made me such a better bass player. Uh, and, uh, on, okay. All right. It brought me to a whole new level of bass playing. And I had to develop in their music. I could hear the twin guitar, the, the twin harmonies yeah. and the leaves yeah. and stuff. I had to revamp my whole bass so, style. Well, let me ask you I this. I didn't exactly copy Steve Harris. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted to know. But, you know, I, I had a, I mean, people in Oldsville, they were calling me Steve Harris. I was playing like him. I mean, uh, it wasn't intentional, but it was just coming out that way. That's what fit the music. And, man, you know, I always loved playing in that band because there was just always something new and this and that. And our songs were always, they were like a yeah. journey. So the Banshee, one of our songs, it never repeated a part through the whole song. It was a journey. Nice. It lasts uh, eight minutes or so. And, I mean, from start to finish... 
you just progressed on to the next part and the next part and the next part. That was the hardest song to learn, but it was the greatest. Progressive metal way ahead of its time. Greg, let me ask you this. What was your uh, favorite Dirt Cheap song? First of all, favorite Dirt Cheap song to play. Phantasm. And then favorite Dirt Cheap song, just what it sounded like. Yeah, Phantasm. Phantasm both. Okay, cool. Hands down. I mean, when I joined the band, I when I saw Dirt Cheap play and I wasn't in the band, I loved them from the get-go. I was thinking, one day I'm going to play in this band. And uh, Phantasm just caught me. And it was like, it reminded me of the movie and stuff, but there was just a way this song, I, I've always, you know, it just, every time we it came time to play it, when we mm -hmm. played out and stuff, man, I just felt so now, good. I mean, the music just, it was almost like a drug in itself. Now, that was back in the 80s, right? Yeah, the later 80s. The later yeah. 80s. Do you have any of those master recordings from songs you guys laid down? I know you did an album or an EP or something, right? We went to Boonville, Indiana, and this guy recorded some songs for us. And um, I've got a few of those on tape, on a cassette. And then I have the Brass A, uh, the Brass A tape where we played there. They put two of our songs on that. That's on tape. Yeah. I'm a proud owner, Greg. I've got a copy to this day. Oh, Get yeah. the hell out, yeah, man. I'm how come you never mind. shared that? I don't have one, dude. You need to send well, that. You probably had it lost. What two songs are on there? I can't even hardly remember. Love through a mailbox is on there. That's the only... Love through a mailbox and uh, I can't remember the other one. I have to pull it out. That's my favorite song anyway from Dirt Cheap. Having a Dirt Cheap reunite. We did that when I got out of the hospital. I went down. Tommy well, I couldn't know that. Tommy couldn't make it. Yeah. Barbie and this wouldn't. She wouldn't let him go. They have yeah. a couple kids now. His girlfriend. I mean. But me and Brett and Rollo got together. Cool. And we played Hola. all the songs minus Tommy. And cool. I mean, I just got out of the hospital. My memory was shot, almost erased. I still remember those songs. Muscle memory, dude. Your hands will remember. That's why you need to get your bass it, back out, it's, dude. It's emblazoned in my mind. Yeah. It's like you cannot forget it. It's cool. just you played it for so long that... It's, it's just what you do when you put the bass in your hand. It's hands. there. Well, listen... Greg, it's been a pleasure, man. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up because your your ride is leaving, and so but we're gonna have you back. That's just a small issue here. We're talking about metal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, she can hold cool. for a second, man. Anything we well, want to talk about, it's I, tell, I love this. Give me another question, Gomthog. Let's get a sort of wrap up questions. Greg, we got to get you to a show sometime soon, and then get your review of that show. We got we got to get you back to another metal show here soon. It's been way too long since I've been to a concert, man. I love being up close to the stage too. The wimps out and sits in the seats, man. I get Pussies. that stage as I can. I'm pressed up on the barricade. Yeah, I'm reaching over, you know, <laughs> trying to everything, man. Security's punching you in the face occasionally, aren't they? <laughs> That's no, no, cool. they haven't done that yet, but That's they have cool. asked me to step back a few, and, uh, oh, man, you know, there's nothing like it. I, and we're not showing my girlfriend, or maybe so girlfriend, whatever she is these days, but <laughs> she doesn't really like getting up front, because she gets sandwiched, you know, and yeah, yeah. stuff. I try to defend her, keep people off and stuff, you know, best I can. Right. I'm not trying to be, I don't get violent, but I just, you know, kind of protect her up front. Well, she goes, do we always have to go up front? I, yeah. I'm going up front. Well, Greg, let me ask you this. Um, this will kind of be our last question. So, what if you had to put what metal means to you in one or two sentences yeah. to sum it up? What has heavy metal been to you in your life? Oh, I mean, it's been everything. Uh, that's for sure. And it 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 just sort of gives you an inner strength and a power within you that makes you feel like you can do anything. It's almost like a drug in itself. Magical. 
magical. Yeah, and you know, certain songs can make you feel one way or feel another and stuff, but it's always just a positive kind of feeling. I mean, metal music it used to make me party real hard. I don't know, it just made me want to drink beer and and kick back and do things, you know, and uh, have fun. And heck, I we used to get soused at you know our band practice and a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, still, I've done that a time or two myself at your band practice. Yeah, we had a good old time doing it too, man. I, you know, I, I kind of regret the drinking and stuff now, but the, the times we had, you yeah. know, irreplaceable. Cool. And even in a small town like Owensboro. You know, we still were able to do all this. So yeah. I don't know how Owensboro's doing now. It's probably pretty dead. I've been in Lexington for years. Yeah. I played in the Nancy Druids up there. Have mm-hmm. you heard of them? Yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah, cool. Just like dirt cheap. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's save that story for the next time. Okay. Greg, it's been great having you, and we are definitely going to have you back. Greg, man, you, you made me the man I am today. And always remember in this life, no matter what, have fun. That's number one, no matter what. I mean, I'm in a situation right now, it's hard to have fun. I make fun, you know, out of it the best I can. My parents don't understand this. And I'm like, look, man, i got to have fun. I'm just going to have fun. Sometimes they don't understand my jokes uh, saying stuff. And I'm just having fun, and I'm not poking at them or anything. Right, yeah. I don't know. Gompog, why don't you take us out? Why don't we go out to the classic track, Love in a Mailbox. By Dirt Cheap. I haven't heard this song. Awesome. We're going to do another one of my rituals now. God, love.